0: Listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. So it's brother, can you spare a dime? My God shall supply my Don't have to because I am a every good and all right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the broadcast. This is Wood Christmas Speak, Talk Radio. I'm your host, Reverend Ray. Of course, this is Friday Night Joy. Uh, I want to welcome, I haven't been here in a while, I've been playing a couple of um, um, uh, previous broadcasts on Friday. Uh, so for the couple, the guest I had on a couple of weeks ago, I'm going say Reverend again, but uh, Veronica Burnett. Amen. Uh, so we're back kind of get back into the groove of things, been busy, been busy, been busy, amen, but God is good, amen, I want to remind you, uh, the of life will be on um, this Sunday, coming up with the first Sunday of the month, amen, and be excited about having Reverend Robin White with us, will be with us to, uh, to, to talk about some things and to bring forth the word of God, amen. Amen. Y'all pray for the brother because the brother got a lot of stuff going on. But God is good, and I'm just glad to uh, be able to do this day. I was, um, I'm thinking earlier. I'm studying for an exam for an um, insurance license, and uh, and, uh, and in between the third I begin to think about God, you know, and I begin to think about the goodness of the Lord and where He's brought me from, and um, uh, I mean the many miracles He's He has worked in my life. And I'm look, man, I'm just. I'm just grateful, you know, of uh, a, 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 a young lady that I know, I've known for many, many years Just found out that she passed away. Amen. amen. And the thing I want to let you know is that, that sometimes, man, we just don't know where that time is up when God calls us home, you know, and everything like that. So it, it, you know, and like, and the older we get, the more we have to be ready. We just don't know, you know, we we got to go forth and be obedient to him and, and try to do things that we're supposed to do, whatever the calling is in our life. Life is short. Life is short, man. You know, it is. Life is real short and everything. So I want to put that out there. We're going to talk today about praise. This is Friday Night Joy, and I just want to talk about praise, if you don't mind. Um, um, just for a little bit, Amen. Um, I going to we'll do the announcements later and everything, all the the different broadcasts that we have that's going on. But uh, look, this is important. You know, life is short. You need to be be, able to be about your father's business. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You need to accept the Lord and Savior. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, the Bible says the same should be saved. It's just like, that's, that's it, you know? And then after you confess, there needs to be a place where you begin to ask to God to sanctify your know, things in the, the world. And, and that only can be done through the Holy Spirit, okay? That can only be done by the Holy Spirit. You can't do it of yourself. So ask for the Holy Spirit, which is a gift, okay? It's a gift. Y'all, It's a gift. You know, Jesus Christ died on the cross for all of our sins, but he said that will send forth a comforter, you know, so that you won't we won't be alone. And that comfort is comforter is the Holy Spirit. So my thing is for you and for anybody else that may be listening is to to you know receive the Holy Spirit and then always whether you Find a Bible believing church after you be converted to so be me you be converted to be changed to change your ways or to turn in the opposite direction. So after you do all that, and find, and find a Bible believing church, man, that would disciple you, that would love on you, you know, that you can get healed in, that that you can um, you can that you maybe God would develop a teachable spirit in you. I mean, all those things are important within the body of Christ, amen, and they are needed in this day and time, you know, do that, you know, and stuff like that, and don't be surprised at what you see in the body of Christ, okay, you go to church, the the church is a hospital, you got a bunch of sick folks in that that particular hospital, you know, Jesus, Jesus is the bomb of Gilead that we need, he's the healer, he's the doctor, he's the one to bring all their comfort, the rest of us, we all (laughs) <laughs> Just mud from the mud pile, as my previous pastor used to say. So what I say, I'm this is not even my topic. Why am I saying all that? I'm saying go, to, go find a Bible-believing church that is filled with love that can disciple you. Yeah, don't be surprised at what you see. This is what I'm saying. Don't be surprised at what you see in there. You see all kinds of that. But the prayer becomes, that when you go in there, you'll see some people that being healed. There or has been healed you will see people that have been delivered or people that has you know um have, have have changed their life around all because of the love of Jesus Christ, you know the Bible says, forsake not the assembly of 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 each other in other words we we need each other It's the I need you and you need me it's the sharpening of our iron you can't do it alone you can't do it by yourself. This is not a long ranger Type of belief that we have in Christ Jesus. It's not, it's not me, Jesus, and that's and God, and that's it. No, it's my brothers and my sisters. You know that's why He gave us orders to go into the, all the world, you know, and, and compel, compel them, and convince them, show them a more excellent way um, of Jesus Christ. And that's what we're doing. You know, we do this on the broadcast with the different speakers that we have that come on. That's what we're doing. You know, so my, my my belief and my task for you today, you know, no matter where you at, you know, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is the time for you to do it now. For tomorrow is not promised to any of us. We don't know. We don't know when when our, our last trumpet was sound. So you know, we sit there, we waiting for Jesus to come back. But guess what? <laughs> Everything with our last trumpet sound, it's over. You know, when God calls up the angels, uh, God sent the angels down to call us our name or call us out by name, it's over, you know, and uh, what you haven't done or what you didn't do or maybe you didn't ask somebody, it's, it's, it's too late for that now, you know, so the task for you right now, if you have someone that maybe you have offended in any kind of way, I pray that you would go and ask for their forgiveness. I pray that if you have any art in your heart, you know, maybe you're in a place of unforgiveness, that you won't forgive somebody for what they did. It's time for you to put those things, let those things go and forgive them. Because Jesus says to himself, he said, if you don't forgive, if you don't forgive your brother and sisters, then the, 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 for God will not forgive you. So our task is to, to do those things, to ask for forgiveness and to, you know, to seek after the things of God. Amen. I don't know why, but I need to put that out there. And everything because like I said this like this has been a, like a very busy week many things that's going on and stuff like that but uh we need to know y'all you know life is too short you know if you have a family love on them love on them you know show them love show them uh, how much you love them and stuff like that treat them right treat us, your spouse or your, your spouse or your children right you know you know don't do things that would uh, bring hurt or harm to the meant is to protect you know you know and to encourage be the priest of our house. You know, we're responsible. God will hold us responsible for those things. Amen. Let's go ahead and have prayer. Father God, we come today first to give you thank. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, God. We just want to give you all the glory. We give this broadcast to you. Pray that you will have your way, for truly it's all about you, God. We pray that you forgive us of any of our sins, sins of commission, of sins of omission, anything that you might have done or said, God, that was not pleasing to you. God, we lay it at the feet at the altar. You, Jesus. Lay it at the cross, Jesus. for we know that you paid a great price. Allow us to put all our worries, all our concerns, all our doubts down and never, ever, ever again pick them up, God. But to trust you and to believe you that you got us and you will never let us go. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen and amen. So, amen. Let's go ahead and get started. My topic tonight is don't let the crying rock speak for you. I know it's it's sort of corny, but
1: <laughs> that's,
0: that's all I got. <laughs> you know, that's all I got. So I want to come out of the scripture, and it's coming out of Luke, man, and uh, Luke chapter thirty-seven. Amen. Um, let me let me turn real quick. Let me turn it get it on my uh, computer here. Amen. But uh, man, I was looking at some things, and uh, I, you know, I was thinking about. You know, sometimes we gotta think about the things that we have been through, how God has brought us through and everything. And I'm I'm a I consider myself to be a praise or a worshiper. I, I don't I don't praise God enough, you know. I don't worship God enough. And I'm being this transparent, I don't do it enough, you know, and stuff like that. You know, and stuff because when you I think what it is is that after a period of time, you go like, well, it becomes not just the same testament because God always constantly doing something in our life. But I think what it is is that you've told it so many times. And then you say, well, okay, I don't need to share it anymore. But that's not true. We need to constantly share the things that God is doing or and doing as in present tense and future tense in our life. You know, But I don't, I don't feel like that. I praise God enough. For sparing my life and for for bringing me a like long way, you know, you know. And so sometimes I'm, I'm I'm saying that I I think that we need to get to place to them. We don't be uh we don't get caught up in the what's the word I'm looking for the normalcy of life, and we don't get and and forget to give God the thanks that He's due or the praise that He's do. You know, the angels man said, holy, holy, holy. You know, because he's God. Our God is holy. He's holy. You know, the, 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 they they said that the hallelujah is the highest form of praise. And I believe that's because we really don't have any words in the English diction to describe God. <laughs> you know, so the best we can say is amen and hallelujah. You know what I mean? And everything. I'm um, turning to look now. 19 and everything. So I believe that you know, um, we need to just worship God. You know, and this is basically where I'm coming from. Actually, I'm coming from Luke chapter 19, verses 37 through 40. You know, uh, and let me let me just go ahead and read this part. This is after Jesus came to uh, uh, Jericho. And he had met Zacchaeus and thing. I think we talked about that about, about a month ago. But this is starting, I'm starting at verse 37. And it says, and when he was come now, even now at the descent, at at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that he had done. It said that the whole multitude of the disciples. I want to see if I can go a little, just a little bit further here. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, let me go a little bit further. Because there there was a reason why uh, he was praising. This is when he was going into the city, and um, he told his disciples, "Go find a coat." And, um, and, <laughs> uh, 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 and let me read, let me just read this. It. It um, he's going to in Luke chapter nineteen, verse twenty. And let's start there to give you some background. It says, "And it came to pass when he was coming nigh to Bethphage or Bethany at the mount." Called the Mount of Olives. He sent two of his disciples, saying, "Go he into the village over against you, in which at the in the which at your entering ye you shall find a coat tied where yet never man set up. No man has no man has set upon. Him. Okay, loose him and bring him hither. And if any man ask you why do you loose him, thus shall you say unto him, because the Lord hath need of it." And they that went went their way and found, even as he had said unto them, and as they were loosing the coat, the owner, they said unto them, why loose he the coat? And they said, the Lord has need of it. <laughs> That's another story. We'll talk about that at a different time. And they, and they brought him unto Jesus, and they cast their garments upon the coat, and they set Jesus And he And as he went, they spread their clothes and yeah. The way in other words they begin to spread their clothes in the way and look, this is what it says and when he was come nigh even now at the descent uh, at the descent of uh, the bottom of the Mount of olives the whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise god with a loud voice y'all for all the mighty works they had seen saying blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the lord peace in heaven and glory in the highest. This was what says, and some of the Pharisees from among the multitude, in other words, we're going to talk about that, said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he said unto them, I tell you that if these shall hold their peace, the stones will immediately cry out. <laughs> and, and when he, he we we'll stop right there, verse sweaty. Said so the stones will immediately cry out. Oh, Y'all, immediately cry out. So if they're going to hold their peace, the stones, dead. and that's why the title is I Don't want About You, But I Don't Want No Rock Crying out For Me. In other words, don't let no rock cry out for you. You better praise God while you can for the things that he has done in your life, for the places that he has brought you out of and everything. Listen, one of the things I got in my no. no, no. It said, if, if my, one of the things I have in my notes is that if you can't praise him in your church and I'm, someone I'm will get in trouble for this, then maybe it, it may be time for you to find another church. If you can't worship God in spirit and in truth, then it may be time for you to find another church. I'm sorry. Uh, I know you uh, pastors and everything. There may be a good tithers and whatever and all that kind of stuff that may be on the day. But if you can't have the freedom to worship God and praise him, God, for the things that he's done in your life, to lift up holy hands to him, to magnify to him, to lay prostrate before, before him, to give him all the glory. I do who they are, the, the, the deacon board, the trustee board, all the ushers and everything should not be should not hinder your praise. See what I'm saying? Because they don't know necessarily always know that your testimony. And, and let me be clear, I'm not talking about being out of order. That's a whole new set of things right now. I'm not talking about him because we know that God is a God of order, okay? And then, and, and we also know that going back to praises that the Bible says in Psalms 22 and 3, <laughs> But thou art holy, O oh, thou that inhabitest the praise of the people. God inhabits our praise. Man, there's something about the praise There's something about the worship that gets God attention, especially when we have gone through some things. Especially when He, when we have um, been victorious and everything. You know that when um, Moses and the Church of Israel came um, over the Red Sea, the Bible says that uh, they they. Uh, they got, Moses' sister came up with a Marion, came up with a song. Talk about them that have given us victory and I'm facing over the horse and the rider. Praise for what God has done. Can't nobody, should nobody muffle your praise because they don't know what you've been through? They don't know your testimony. They don't know your ups, your downs. They don't know what you had to face. In fact, my thing is, is that leave, them, leave that person and want to praise God, leave them alone. If they not out of order, let them praise God. If you know what they know and been through with it, you will praise God too. In fact, the best possible thing that you can do is go and grab them by the hand and you gotta they shouting, you shouting too. Why are you shouting for what God did for them? Why? Because if God did it for them, He'll do it for you. If, if They're dancing, you're dancing too. Why? Because God did it for them. They'll do it for you. They're saying hallelujah and amen, and you're saying in agreement because you know what God has done for them, you know, and everything. See, that's somebody that you have to be in a place where you see the beginning of a thing and then God allows you to see the end of a thing. And then you say, go ahead and praise him. Go ahead and worship him. Go ahead and glorify God. Ain't nobody getting upset about this thing. Ain't nobody getting upset about your praise. Because you know, you know, I remember um, growing up many years ago, my family used to tell us about our my great grandfather, and um how he was in a church and everything, and um the church he my great grandfather was was a worshiper, was a praiser, and everything. And on my mother's side, and they didn't they, they didn't appreciate him worshiping God, and they begin to tell him that well you can't do that here anymore. You're upsetting the normalcy of service. We. Have an order of service, and you can't do that. You can't praise God, a uh, uh, shout Hallelujah, and I'm, I don't know the details, all the details, but I can imagine that that, that you got somebody trying to hinder or spirit, because that's basically what it boils down to. Just trying to hinder your praise, trying to hinder what what God you glorify Him, magnify Him, praise, magnifying God, because you know. Uh, what he has done for you, the hapa. you know. So in other words, what he did is that obviously of wanted the church for him to be at. So he went down to Emporia and I think the church is called Saint James, uh Church of God in Christ. And then that church, that church they praise the God. So he fed, he fit it right in and began to worship and to praise God. But that's what that's and with my family, I mean the Malone family has the worship and praising God. Ever since. So, so this has been a a generational type of thing, you know, of worshipers. And and because he wanted to worship God in spirit and in truth, he found a place where he can worship God and praise Him. And and because of that, because of Him doing that, out, from out of his lines out of his seed became preachers and prophets and, and apostles and pastors and, and min, m, m, a ministry of music have been birthed forth. You know, the um, um, prophets and visionaries and, and business people, all these things have been birthed forth because of this one man decided to praise God. You know, you don't know that a lot of and, uh, I say this and I'm thinking about that that sometimes I praise, yeah, it's for right now, but it's for prayer out Generation that they come, you know, so they can say, "Yeah, my mother, praise God, my father, praise God." I remember my mom, man. My mom was a was a praiser, you know, (laughs) and she would shout. And and even today, if you catch her uh, on Facebook or something like that, because they post videos on on Facebook sometimes, you would begin to see her, man. She would with a little shout, and she can't shout like she used to, but she can still move the feet. (laughs) She be standing still you know, but I remember growing up, my mom would praise God, she would get up, up in the watching hour, I would begin to pray, and begin to praise and worship, and she would cause us to get up too, and everything, I remember we used to have praise and worship service and testimonial service, and we began to testify about the good of God and the glory of God and lift this name, and lift this name, name up, you know, and stuff like that to the point where people would come in they might come in drunk one moment but they go leave out so I remember those those days that the power of God, the name of Jesus Christ was so lifted up, and that there couldn't no demon, couldn't no demonic force in that whole building standing. They had to get out. In fact, when they began to praise and to worship God and everything, and they knew that that was the spirit, they will open the front door so that that spirit can leave out of there. You know, they will open the front door so that spirit can leave out of leave out of there. Okay. It says that. And let me go back to Luke. Glad yeah, I got off on that. You know, it said there's some of the Pharisees among them said to the master rebuke their disciple. He said, it said, if I do that, that even the Pharisees have time to hold their peace. The stones will immediately cry out." You know, I don't like again. I don't know about you, but I don't want no rock. I don't want no stone. I don't want anything kind of said crying out for me or crying out to praise God. They're not even living there's no there's no substance and everything like that. But why I got breath, the Bible said, let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. He, he wasn't particularly, he didn't care about color. He didn't care about the man or the woman. But he said, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Everything God has created, even the wind, know how to praise God. You know what I'm saying? Even, even the ocean and the waves, know how to glorify God. The angels, of course, the, the heavens in the heavens, the stars, they know how to magnify God. The Bible said, "Creation groans for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ." They know about this, the God that we serve. The animals know about God and know who He is, and they know how to glorify Him. And we think about all the animals and everything underneath us and all that, but they know—they know about God. You know, they know and they know how to worship God. You know, I was—I uh, uh, was remember being in a place where the, some of the children were uh uh special needs or uh um you know, special needs and everything and they uh you know they didn't really you know, did do things what we would look at and think that was normal, but even they know how to praise God. You know. They know how to. I look at her, my, my one of my nieces, my great nieces, and she can't be no more no more than about two years old. But she know how to throw her hands up there and say praise God. Man, she's probably seen the adults do it, so she's doing, imitating what she's seen. But what well, we assume that, but in reality, in actuality, we don't know that, you know. But everything that has breath should be in a place where they're praising God. Everything, you know everything. He said the whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the works they had seen. In other words, they weren't quiet about praising God. They weren't predicate nobody. They were doing it with a loud voice. And the other part I want to bring up, that later on in the scripture it said that that, 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 um, that some of the Pharisees were among the multitude. So it wasn't just disciples; It was a multitude of people praising God. You know, as they spread their clothes on him, praising God. So of course, whenever you praise God, what I'm saying to you, the enemy will always be present. There will always be somebody to to kind of try to shut you up or tell you it don't take all of that in a bag of chips. One of the things that I thought about when I just as I'm talking, I thought about David. You know, that when he was bringing the ark back um, to Jerusalem to and everything, that the Bible said that how he praised God. You know, and I guess the clothing around him began to slip and wasn't presentable, and how his wife was upset about that. You know, how his wife was upset about that. But David still continued to praise God. And finally, because she was trying to look like, you're supposed to be a king and act kingly. This is not another word of preference. You're not acting kingly. You know, but David was like, no, I'm going to bless the Lord here. This is God did this.
1: This was not
0: me. Uh, yeah, I might be king, but even as a king, I need to know how to praise God. I need to worship him. We need to have that attitude and stuff like that, you know, that no matter what somebody is saying, there's always somebody that's going to be negative. Like, there's always going to be somebody that don't talk off that. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. We need to get to a point in our life where we pray, God, before the blessings come. You know, we know it's on the way. So I'm in a a posture, in a place of praise and worship, because I know that it's coming. I know that God is going to answer my prayer. I know that my breakthrough is coming. I know he's going to break these strongholds. I know he's going to break these yokes. I know he's going to bring my family back. You know, we need to get to a place where you praise God. (coughs) Thank God for your sons and your daughters. And, and they might not be doing right right now. Maybe they might be locked up in prison. Maybe they might be out there sleeping with everybody and and I need to say, maybe they might be doing but you got to see them being saved, you got to see them being delivered, so in that process of seeing that you're praying, God, for something that has not even happened yet you worship God, because God said I'm going to deliver, so you worship God because you know that it's coming, it may not come tomorrow, but you know that it's coming, it may not be coming two days, but you know it's going to come and they're going to be delivered, so you're waiting in anticipation, we talked about that about three months ago, and I for God to come through and bless and do exactly what he said he was going to do. My mom prayed for all her children to be saved for years. For years, I don't know about the rest of them, but I ran like crazy. I mean, she would pray the kind of prayer, don't let them um, have enough the fun in the nightclub or the, uh, disrupt that avenue when they go out and be hanging and doing all kinds of stuff. She used to pray that prayer. It used to bother me like crazy. She, was, she would pray that prayer, man. But she kept on praying. All her kids are saved and know about the goodness of Jesus Christ. All of it. She will praise. She will pray and praise and worship, you know, because she believed that God was going to do it. At the same time, transfer has to take place not only for your kids, but also for your family and for your husband and for your wife. The same transfer has to take place. We got to continue to pray, praise, and worship. We got to pray for every time we get up in the morning, pray, praise, and worship. You know, not waiting just to go to church on Sunday, but pray, praise, and worship. Every chance that we get, pray, praise, and worship. Pray, praise and worship. We gotta do this man. We gotta do it all the all the time. Dear. Listen, the enemy ain't taking no break. We shouldn't be taking no break either. Pray, praise and worship. You know, be into to the presence of the inner part of God. You know, in that secret place of the Holy Spirit, and, and when He begin to do that, He begin to talk to you, and you begin you be able to talk to Him, and y'all got a a connection, Amen. That, that that nothing in this world will be able to separate. You know, nothing will be able to separate it because of the connection that you have with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Pray, praise, <laughs> and worship. You know, you know. Sometimes you do it all three at the same time. You know, you do it all three at the same time. It says, uh, you know, like I said, before my Bible says, when someone is worshiping God in spirit and truth, don't you stop their praise because you think you don't take all that. Don't in other don't even say a negative word. Close your mouth on it. You know, like I said earlier, you go back and, and you begin to think about what God has done for you. <laughs> you may be going through some things and you need to get a praise. Or he's waiting for you to come to him and to magnify him and to worship him. And, then, you know, uh, and, and you're, the answer that you look at might be right around the corner, you know. And you so you give it up and say, Okay, well, maybe it's not gonna happen. But what if you in the process of praising and glorifying God for something that has not even happened yet? You know, something that is not and God has brought it forth as though it it were, but you didn't know it was not. So what are you in the process, and then all of a sudden somebody knock on your door, and that what you were looking for, that blessing, that need, that deliverance, or whatever it may be, just hits you in the face and say, I'm here. <laughs> it hits you in the face and reminds you, hey, I'm here. I'm right here, and I'm here to glorify him, and I'm here to magnify him. You know, I'm here to magnify Him, to magnify Him with all that was in me, because He is good, and and God is good all the time. Amen. It says, uh, let me see. Let's read that. I want to read the. Okay. Oh, oh man, you know, the Bible talks about um, in First Peter, that he um, he calls us lively stone. Let me read that. Um, Look at that. Um, now let's start at verse one. I'm going to read all of this. Amen. Amen. And check it out. It says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and e- and all evil speaking, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. So, be ye have tasted the Lord is gracious. You know, those are all the reasons that we see. some of the reasons, just some, that's a taste that we're free, praise of God. To who? To whom come as unto a living stone, amen, disallowed and disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, ye also as living stones. That's what Peter called. He said, you also are living stones. We are in the world, but not of the world. So our praise is different. You know, they, the world might praise and bring accolades to men, but our praise and our worship goes to God. You know, I have, I'm going to say this in a little bit. Let me finish reading this. Okay. He said, Wherefore also is it, contained in this because, behold, I lay a sign in the chief corner, stone like precious that he that believe not on him shall be covered. So we don't want to be a person that goes against praise and worship. You know, I, I I posted and I and I didn't get in trouble, but I had some people comment. I posted on this um, on my Facebook social media site that um uh, and I was reposting to an ad, you know, and um, let me tell you something. know it was about President Trump. Okay, so one of the things I noticed um, before I posted that grieved me in the spirit that there were so many people that were then, that were like a thousands and thousands of people that was. Praising President Trump, that was borderline worshiping Trump. You know, President Trump, and I had I took an issue with that. You know, whether I agree or disagree, I mean, the same thing with Obama. I didn't agree with everything President Obama did and everything like that. No more with Trump. You know, but they was worshiping um, President Trump. Of praising, they were calling him their savior and all this. And they, and they grieved me in my spirit because all our praises and all our worship should be to God and God only. Okay? It should be to God and God only. God, and, and so I posted scripture that, that, that says that thou shalt have no other God before me. And based on what I said before the scripture, I said, be careful, people of God. And then I posted the scripture thou shalt have no other God before me. Okay, I posted scripture. You know, I didn't expect to get no response, but the you know, lady decided to respond to me. And she said that, number one, she said that I'm taking it. Um, there was an article about President Trump. Okay, and she said, well, I took it. I'm taking everything out of content. And I say this because I hate Trump. Hey, I hate President Trump. You know, that, and um, so she said some other negative things about it. So I responded to her, and I said to number one, I said, um, um, I hate no man. Okay, I said for in order for me to hate, will be anti Christ. Okay, so I don't hate anyone. You know, if I hate, i no, uh-uh, I don't hate no one. That be anti. That be opposite of what a Christ has told us to do: to love one another you know, uh, love your enemies and love all that things. And I said Trump is not my enemy, okay? I already know the man. Okay. Amen. So I said to her, I don't hate anyone. And I said to her, I said that, in fact, I pray for our president and the leaders of this country. I said, um, um, I said, if you had read some of the, the posts, that people were putting i said then you would have saw what i'm saying that some of these are borderline if not all the way praising and worshiping this man i said you know and that's basically and i just left it at that i said i don't hate no one i said and i did tell her i said that you you uh judge and you um um uh, not the word misquoted but you misunderstood what I was saying. I said, this is not about our President Trump. But if anyone, man or whatever, begin to worship or begin to praise or begin to elevate that person uh, more so than God, yeah, I got a problem with that. And we are believers, yes, I'm going to have a problem. He is not my Savior, but neither was President Obama, okay? He is not my Savior. My Savior is Jesus Christ and, you know, and my Lord, and that's the only one that I serve. Okay, he's a man just like you. In fact, like the prayer for our leaders and for President Trump and the Democrats and the Republicans, I don't want going to know, is that God will come into their hearts and begin to soften them and to show them the ways of Jesus Christ. Okay, not half of the way, you know, of some names and everything like that. Okay, and I say all of all of that is is because that we're in a place right now that we should be our worship and our praise should should be towards God and nobody else. Should be towards God and no one else. Okay? That's why, you know, we we we, we, we as believers we're not dead. Okay? Like I said the Bible the Bible calls us lively stones. Like Jesus, we're lively stones. You know we we're we're, live, we're alive. You know, we are precious in the eyesight of God. You know, so our praise and our worship is not worldly in essence, but it's to honor God, okay, and to glorify. Yeah, and I'm not saying the readership give honor whom honor is due. You know, Scripture talks about, you know, the people that's in leadership. Of course, we should But it should never honor, uh, should never take the place of praise, okay. Honor should never take the taste, to uh, of or praise. I think I said that. Praise should never take the place of honor. Well, you get my point, you know. Honor them, but don't praise them. You know, don't praise them before God. Don't put them on a pedestal that they're not supposed to be on and stuff like that. You know, and that's just not for uh, That's for our pastors and everything that we have to be very careful. You know, because then the problem happens because they're men and they're in the flesh. When they fall down and they slip up and they or they mess up, then we're broken because we were following them and not God. That we put them so much on on a pedestal that they was above us. And everything. he so said that when they fall down or they making mistakes, we're ready to crucify them. We ready to crucify them and everything because they can't hold that listen they can't hold that position amen that they're in that they that that position of that uh posture or place that we or you you or whoever have put them in they can't hold they can't stay there forever, you know then eventually they're gonna come down, you know eventually they're gonna fall. You know, and if they are in a place where they begin to lift themselves up above th- to eat the, 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 drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak, <laughs> and begin to believe the hype, you know, then they're definitely gonna fall. Okay, they definitely gonna fall because then they're elevating themselves to be maybe not like God, but as God, with so a small G. Yeah, you know? and no man or what we should ever get that kind of praise from us. We should honor, you know, we should thank them and be aware of their achievements, you know, but we should never put them above a level where that, that specific praise that worship and everything like that goes to man. but it should always goes to God. Amen. Amen. Again, the, the message there I'm, I'm ending y'all. That's all I have to say. But, uh, Don't let the crying rocks speak for you. I I don't like that title, but don't, it looks, you know, just praise God. You know, praise God, worship him, you know, give him glory. The song said, give him glory. And I don't know the rest. (laughs) Give him glory for he is good and he is good all the time. Amen. Let's go ahead. Uh, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this broadcast. We pray that it'll be a blessing to your people. We look forward, God, to the day of becoming even so coming back, even so come, Lord Jesus. We know we live in a world, Lord Jesus, that talk that seems like it's going completely mad. But we trust in you, we believe in you, we love on you, we need you and we will keep on holding on. God, there may be someone that may be going through a difficult time in their life. Lord Jesus, we pray, God, that the very peace, the essence of your peace will be upon them and shine upon them. That you will send your minister to the angels, Lord Jesus, minister to them no matter who they are and where they are, God. That you would shower them with your love, Lord Jesus. If there be someone that have sinned and fallen short, we pray that they would know that Jesus, you paid the price for it at the on the cross. That Every sin was nailed to the cross, God. And when you said it was finished, Jesus, it was finished for all, Lord Jesus. now therefore, we pray that they will understand this and receive the, receive you, Lord Jesus, into their heart, so a new life may begin, God. That the joy of the Lord unto them may will be restored into them, God. We pray for those, Lord Jesus, that have maybe may have other things, health issues. So we pray for healing in the name of Jesus. We pray that you will take them, Lord Jesus. We pray for those that might be going through abuse, the any kind of abuse, maybe on the verge of suicide or depression, may be on the verge of going to go and do something to something that somebody should not be doing. We pray again, God, you will begin to put a stumbling block, a roadblock to prevent them from doing harm to themselves or anyone else, God. We pray that Lord Jesus you will show them a more excellent way which is you We thank you in advance for all these things. Continue to be a blessing to this broadcast, God. But continue, Lord Jesus, show us your way, that we might please you, that we might go forward to you, that we might trust you, and that we might believe you. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. All right. I want to remind everybody, listen, y'all, if y'all missed the broadcast. Veronica Barnett on Lifeline. You got to go back and listen to that. That was an awesome broadcast. I want to remind everybody real quick, don't forget amen of uh, uh, his and Grace and Mr. Dr. Williams is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finish work with Reverend Pat Randall is Thursday at 12 noon. Of course, this is Friday Night Joy, always at uh, 7. Amen. The Bread of Life is with me this Sunday at uh, uh, 7 p.m. this Sunday, have Reverend Robert joining me. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is Wednesday at 7 p.m. This man is always doing some awesome teaching. Check him out. Check out some of the, the archives of this broadcast. I'm telling you, follow, follow the Lesson plan that he's doing, you would definitely be blessed. Amen. A month of broadcast, which I believe takes place tomorrow. Amen. Every. A- real. no, I'm talking back up. Of lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones, every first Monday of the month at seven p.m. The bold and Beautiful Reverend Novina Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, Minister Jordana Cunningham It's every second Saturday at ten a.m. In fact, I believe that they have a broadcast on tomorrow at ten a.m. Tune in for that, man. The dollar number is six four six four seven eight zero six six zero. Amen. Adoration with Vangelist Louis McArain is every third Monday of the month. Uh, at 7 p.m. Then, Lu, Evangelist Lewis, man, is an awesome brother. Man, he He's another one of a good teacher, but he's also a good psalmist and resistant and all that kind of stuff. And man, You could definitely get your worship on Evangelist Lewis. So I'm going to encourage you to check him out. Amen. Marriage, take over the body of one Reverend Edgar and Reverend Tamika Thompson. It's every third Sunday every third second Sunday, amen. These two young dy- dynamic duo <laughs> come together, man, and they'd be transparent. They be giving you some some, some um, I should say Pastor Eric and Pastor to they they be giving you some some information of things that you need to hear. Pay attention, man. Okay? All right. The things that you need to hear in your marriage or in your relationship, or maybe you're about to get married, you know, seek them out. Find out more about them, okay? Our three real life, real men, and real talk with myself, Elst- uh, Pastor Elston Green, uh, um, um, Elder- uh, Minister Cleopas Malone, and Brother Antonio Mitches every su- second Sunday at 7 p.m., and, and um, Pastor Tyrone Rose joins us sometime. Listen, these brothers are off the chain. They really are, man. I mean, I feel like I ain't gotta say enough. I just sit back and let them do it with Alston and Cleopatra and Tony and Tyrone, man. They they are, and they they're transparent, you know. Each of these brothers got all kinds of awesome ministry that are going on in um, Antonio and Cleopas. Amen. And Elston says, as a pastor. But the other two men got awesome ministry that God is doing in their life. I'm excited about them as always. Okay. Um, our weekly prayer, this Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon, that's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Uh, the dialing number is 641 715 3580. The access code is seven three two four nine nine. 499. Reverend Gwen, man, always bring a month of teaching and then she prays only for 20 minutes. It's only for 20 minutes. You can always go back and listen to the broadcast by Day, the number plus the code, or you can go to uh, Spreaker.com and for Midday Glory Prayer. They have an have a, a, a account just for her. You also can listen on iTunes. In fact, any of these broadcasts, you can listen on iTunes, iHotRadio, Spreaker.com, BlogTalkRadio, um, just um, um, tune in, Um, um I, can't, uh, uh, I can't think of the name of it. But you can listen to all these different all different platforms, okay? Amen. So that's basically all I have for right there. I want to encourage you to go check out our website. And uh, I'll be here and check out more about us. And we still I need to update it, man. I need somebody to come forward and help me update my website. I want to completely rehaul it, you know, and to make it more user-friendly. I can't do it. It's, it's beyond even me. I've done it for years. But now, because it's grown and because of where it's at now, it's beyond what my capabilities are. So uh, let me know if you can do it, man. I'm just right now. Um, so now that I take care. If you have a desire to sow a seed into the ministry or donation, whatever you do will bless us, man. Okay, it was $5, dollars a dollar, whatever. We need your help. Okay, because we want this ministry to to move even further. Right now, we are uh, we have a listener base, listening base in over 130 different countries, if not more, by now, and And that's only about the grace and the mercy of God. But if you want to donate or sow a seed into the ministry, you can do so by going to whenchristusspeak dot com and clicking on the Donate Now button. If you would like to get in contact with me, you can get in contact with me by going to whenchristusspeak at gmail dot com. I do have a telephone number. But I don't think I'll post it um in here. I think it may be on our website. Okay. But you can that's some way you can get in contact with me. I would love to hear from you and and um any questions. Like to talk to any of the hosts that we got. Um, send us a message. You can contact me also by going on Facebook, going to WinChrist Speak, Talk Radio, and send me a message through there or uh, through my private um um Facebook page and when Chris Ray Rose, okay, and stuff, but I thank God for you, I pray that you have a rest of the, a blessed rest of the afternoon, or blessed evening, and uh, you know that I love you, and God loves you, amen, and you can't do a thing about it, but y'all be blessed, and we'll talk later, God bless you, amen.